Welcome to Live from Lockdown, Zach and Dom, keeping you company in 2020. We are up against it today. I have 18% battery left on my phone. When is it going to crash? We don't know. This is great. So do you think we just carry the podcast through and then unlike normally we wrap up the podcast, but this one will just end somewhere in the middle of a story if assuming i mean we might be able to read the battery maybe when we get to two percent one percent we'll start to tie up the loose ends we've got but we will get as much of a podcast as your phone will allow i'm predicting between 20 and 30 minutes i think that's how long i think that's how long my phone can support a zoom call okay so it's a snack-sized podcast today potentially we tried to i've just tried to connect my laptop to connect with dom yeah it hasn't worked what i'm trying to say is we, we've tried to troubleshoot this, guys, mm. but we were ticking against the clock and we just said, let's just go. Let's, let's just go. Let's do it. And let, let's make it the best 20 or 30 minutes that we've ever done, you know, because I don't think anyone's going to feel shortchanged if the next 20 or 30 minutes, you know, are, are, are our best work. If we can give our best for the next 20 or 30, mm. it won't matter that it stops there. It won't matter that it cuts out mid-sentence. It'll be, it'll be worth it nonetheless. And I think as we reflect on this opening, mm. we will both agree that we spent the first 90 seconds really well. <laughs> Just really punchy. <laughs> a lot yeah. of jokes. Yeah. Uh, yep. A lot of structure. Really well, about, clear what we're doing. Well, how about we kick it off then? I want to pitch an idea at you, Shark Tank style, Zach. Hit me. Who am okay. I? Am I the, uh, the owner of Boost? Uh, yeah, Je- you can. Uh, Je- Jeanette? Is that Janine, maybe? Janine. Yep. Sure, you can be her. I want to pitch at you because garbage truck's doing the rounds on my street. Sorry, just having a mango smoothie. (laughs) It's funny. She never was having a boost juice on that show, was she? What a great opportunity is to promote your brand. Yeah. It's almost like it it raises questions, the fact she wasn't. Why do you not back your product, Janine? Anyway, Mm. I'm not saying that. I'm just, that's a question of you I could ask. Zach, the garbage truck's doing the rounds of my suburb today. It does one side of the street on Wednesdays, the other side on Thursdays. Um, I don't really understand why that is, but anyway, it does seem as though we might be just on the boundary of the Wednesday, Thursday run. And we are coming out of the gate strong well, no, with Dom opening no, with the story of the garbage truck <laughs> schedule in his local area. <laughs> well, we Isn't did, it great no. when we observe these things around us we, in 2020? More time in our houses looking out the window. Zach, oh, that's <laughs> interesting. One side on a Wednesday, <laughs> the other side on a Thursday. Wow. Instantly what I think with that is that you get a second chance. Well, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, if you're on if the you miss it, because sometimes yeah. I, I wake up in the morning, they our garbage truck uh, comes around at about six forty-five, around seven a.m., and I yep. wake up to it. And sometimes I think, oh no, mm. I've I've forgotten to put the garbage bin out. Well, actually, what you've just touched on there is a perfect introduction to my idea. Because oh, how many times do people have that experience of, oh damn, we've missed the garbage truck? Got away every week. week now. Yeah, I when where where I grew up in the place I grew up, there was once a time my dad ran down the road wheeling the wheelie bin behind him to try to catch the garbage. Did truck. it work? Yeah, he got there. He I think he took a shortcut through a street. Uh, and they know, agreed like, to, or did he put it out in front of the truck as if it was in front of a house, or did he like go, hey guys, can you pick this one up? No, I think he put it out like it was out in front of a house. He must have found a house that didn't have their bin out that day, and he thought I'll just claim their spot. And then it was about a 20-minute walk back with the bin afterwards, but he, he, felt, he felt validated. Well, here's my idea. When the ice cream truck's coming around, you know, and I know Mr. Whippy doesn't sadly come around as much these days, but how do they alert you that they're on their way? Well, they Green play sleeves. Green sleeves, right? So you'll hear, you will hear the Mr. Whippy van 
blocks before you'll see them. You will hear that the ice cream truck's coming a good five minutes before you get to cast eyes on the ice cream truck. I think the garbage truck needs a song. This is my thinking. What would it be? Well, I, I'm not entirely sure yet. My first thought... How about a version yeah. of Who Let the Dogs Out? Yeah. Time to take the bins out. <laughs> now, 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 now. <laughs> Sometimes I marvel at your mind because with Isn't only it? seconds to work with, you've just arrived at the best possible outcome. <laughs> Because there's no, I think these days you might be able to get the Baja men to do it live as well on top of the truck. <laughs> Possibly, I look. I, I just think because that you firstly you'd want it to be something that would alert you in the morning, but kind of be pleasant to listen to for those who've already put their bins out. I think that would do the job. And what what would happen is on garbage truck day, you'd be lying in bed, you'd be woken up at you know quarter to seven as you said, and you would hear it, and you would know when you hear the first glimpse of time to put the bins out you would know that you have like a couple of minutes to get downstairs and get the bins out. Not the garbage truck is outside now. If you don't sprint in your pyjamas, you're going to miss out. Now, to enter this think tank, if I might just dip my toe in. Come in, please. And just help solve this problem. I think that's a good idea. I think we can work with it, run with it a little bit, like Richard running down the street with the uh, (laughs) dragging the recycling bin behind him. Yep. How about, I'm thinking Mm. about this. How many notifications do I get on my phone Every day that I don't care about. Yeah, that's true. Why don't we start pushing some more useful notifications? Yeah. Bins go out tonight. Make sure you remember. And also hit me up a couple of times because I'll probably forget even if you remind me. You really got to go now. Last chance. Yeah, it's a good point. And, And actually, I imagine some people have put bin night in their calendar. We wanted to do a bin night segment on the radio show for a while there. You know, I don't know really what the idea was, but I remember talking about we should do something around midnight. Is it the your tough thing is tonight? we soon learn it's different for every street. Yeah, <laughs> that is a problem. I think maybe the solution to this, Zach, is the council should develop an app. You put your address into the app and on just that address, it will alert you. It will pop up an yeah, alert. They do do that. I do have that app. Oh, that already exists. Yeah, it's the Brisbane bin app. It's called like, I think that's what it's called. Damn it. Slate to you the punch out again. On the, you, you. <laughs> I can't. I I am so frustrated of coming up with ideas that already exist. You're walking into Shark Tank with Croc Healy, <laughs> while Janine is looking at the meme on her phone. <laughs> yeah, but it's such an annoying thing because I deserve all the credit because I came up with the original idea as well. I didn't steal it from anyone. The same thing that the person who came up with that idea had to come up with it happened to me it was an original idea i had it i came up with it i developed it i workshopped it with you but just because of the time i did it in i get no credit this and I, it's quite developing into one of the best shark tank episodes ever as the <laughs> person who's been told their thing has been invented starts <laughs> having a tantrum saying they deserve the credit <laughs> yeah well look that would make the show more entertaining if if people's items got turned down and they got angry about it well, how about this? Yeah. How about some type of service? It could be a private service. Mm. Doing what your dad did, but for other people. Yeah, that's good. So you say is like, um, if you've yep. missed it, you've missed the bin, mm. we'll pick up your bin. And what you do is you just have a ute and you'd go to that yep. house and you'd pick it up and then you'd look up where that bin is getting, where bins are being collected, you know, in the next suburb. Yeah. You'd know the schedule off by heart. Yeah. And you'd go, all I need to do is take this a couple of streets away Put it out, it will mm. get picked up. Brilliant. And then you charge brilliant. 20 bucks. 20 That's bucks. brilliant. 
Because honestly, for certainly around Christmas time and things like that, where you got a full bin, uh, maybe because of big Christmas lunches and, and whatever else, I think that's a service people would be taking up. They, they people would be absolutely jumping on that service because well, without, in, a, a, in, a whole week with a bin that's still full is a nightmare. Yeah. See. It's not so bad at mine. If we miss a recycling one, that's bad because the recycling bin's usually full. But yeah. the um, at if we sorry, I've just got a notification. We're down to ten percent. Oh, no. <laughs> How far <laughs> in are we? We're half, we're, <laughs> well, we're only about. Well, this is going to be fifteen minutes. minutes <laughs> this is going to be. <laughs> we might have to think up another solution. I can't think of how this we can do this. Snack-sized podcast. Snack-sized. Who knows? Um, what I was going to say is. We would fill the actual bin up. It would mm. take us three or four weeks because there's only two of us in the house. And also, like, because we don't eat meat, the bins, it doesn't really stink that much. Yeah, right. So okay. it's not a huge problem. If I hear the truck go past, I wouldn't pay the $20. I would just go, oh, well, I can just wait till next week. But if it was a recycling bin yeah. or maybe the green bin when I filled it up to the top with green waste, I might pay to get rid of that. Yeah, right, okay. Well, look, I, 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 I'm not necessarily saying we have the final solution here, although I do think the Baja men doing uh, time to put the bins out is very, very close. And part of me would love to follow that idea through and make a version of the song, you know, and then pitch it at the local council. I, I'm just saying, I think it's a, sol- it's a problem that in 2020 we should be able to solve by now. We've got a couple of messages come in about tuck shop stuff. And this is interesting yep. doing the podcast because people listen to the podcast. Firstly, it's a lot longer than the radio show podcast used to be. Mm. And um, normally. normally, yeah. And so <laughs> I think people listen to them uh, less frequently. And sure. so on the radio, when we asked for people to call up with stories, you get it instantly Yeah, in, yeah. in three minutes. Yep. Whereas on the podcast, it, it's funny you can you can experience when people are listening to things by when they're getting in contact with you. So sometimes people get in contact with things we asked months ago and it's great. Just got around to it. Here's my story. But we're getting some more stuff about tuck shops, even though that was a few weeks ago. This is some good stuff. So I want to touch on it. One message in particular has triggered me a little bit. Yep. But I'll start with the uh, non-triggering one. This is from uh, Tash. Mm. who said uh, in their primary school, they had uh, a tuck shop with homemade garlic bread, which was made from a loaf of bread for 10 cents a slice. Wow. And the best chicken noodle soup for 50 cents. So 60 cents could get you lunch. That's Unbelievable. amazing. What, I'd love to know what era we're talking here. Is Tash- I know, it does sound Victorian, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. But I think <laughs> Tash, I think it's, it's, Tash looks like a young person. No. So this isn't this isn't from a time gone past. Wow. I, if that isn't at least from the late 80s, early 90s, if that's more recent than late 80s, early 90s, then that's astonishing. That's but isn't astonishing. that what a tuck shop should be doing? Yeah. Super affordable food for the kids? Well, you'd think so, but unfortunately big business gets involved, you know? Don't and they? And, uh, and ultimately you've got a tuck shop manager who's looking at the, the children, not as young students who should be fed to help their education, but instead as dollar signs. Cha-ching, that's, cha-ching. That's I can make another five bucks off you for these chicken chippies. Come on in. Markups uh, Anna ridiculous. has sent a message in this one. It's caused, I need to do a bit of a public service announcement afterwards. Mm. Yep. Uh, at the high school canteen, they had these veggie rolls, which were vegan, but they only made two every day, one for junior school and one for senior school. <laughs> they always sold out 10 minutes into the first break, and we had a high mass of vegans and vegetarians, so I always had to sprint from whatever class I had to try to grab it. 
And it turns out meat eaters were buying it too. So I had competition from everyone. Sad right. face. Yeah. Now, this has triggered me for two reasons. Mm. The first reason is why were they only making one when it yep. was obviously so popular? Yeah. Now, do you have you ever do you ever go to like KFC for example, mm. and they've run out of chicken, and you go, "How, guys? How? That's you your should one have thing. made enough. You're yeah. you're selling chicken every single day. You should mm. know the demand." <laughs> yep, sure. I I get your point on this, and certainly it doesn't seem sensitive to the uh, like to 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 ask the vegans and the vegetarians to basically fight to the death for the one piece of food that won't compromise their moral values doesn't sound like the best way to be running a tuck shop. Secondly, meat eaters mm. suddenly taking to vegetarian food. Now, you see this a lot. If yeah. I think if you're a vegetarian or a vegan and you're in a place that everyone's ordering pizzas, we'll get heaps of pizzas, guys. What do you want to get? Yeah. Vegetarian will say, well, a vegetarian pizza. And no one at the time of ordering wants a vegetarian <laughs> pizza. Ooh, yuck, vegetarian. I'm not going to touch that. Then when it comes, mm. I might just have a slice of the vegetarian. Ooh, vegetarian's so nice. Yeah, because all the other no, pizzas have gone as well when they all run you out. You didn't order it. Yeah. And you have other options. Now, if at the start you said you wanted the vegetarian pizza, that's fine. But once that order goes in, you cannot change your mind because the vegetarian doesn't have any other options. Can I say I can't, I can't have a supreme and then a meat lovers yeah. like you can. So stick to the things you said you were going to eat. I experienced this for the first time in the panic buying at the supermarkets earlier this year when the remember pasta was one of the things that hit a big shortage and pasta well, people hit, people went as low as getting the gluten free yes pasta. yeah <laughs> That's all how the, desperately were all the gluten free spaghetti disappeared off the shelves and I remembered thinking well it's unlikely that we've had a drastic uptake in celiac diagnosis lately no, I don't and think it, so that if you go to the supermarket the gluten free spaghetti is generally overflowing in quantity. It's not as popular as, uh, as the other spaghettis, and I know that. They know that. It's it's a niche market. But there were people clearly who'd walked along and thought, oh, they're out of the normal spaghetti. Oh, well, I guess if we want spag bowl, the gluten-free stuff will do. And they'd take it home to their family, and I would be left without my spaghetti bolognese. So that was the first time I've experienced it, the, t the time where people are taking the food specially made for me, the only one I can eat, and uh, and having it just because they've got nothing else. I think as far as vegetarians are concerned, it's a branding issue, particularly like take pizza as an example. Yeah. No one wants to eat a vegetarian pizza. Vegetarian, vegan. Mm. Yeah. But they don't realize that like a lot of pizzas are vegetarian anyway. Like margarita, <laughs> sure. for example, that's yeah. a vegetarian pizza. Simply cheese. Like, oh, I love margarita, but I hate vegetarian pizza. Mm. See, it's a branding thing. So I think when they hear, oh, and we're going to have to get a few vegetarian ones. No, of course I don't want that. Then when they come and they see them, oh, mm. I might just help myself to that. Well, you're right, because vegetarian or vegan are defined by what they're, they're they don't have. They're not defined by what their advantages are. They're defined by what they don't have. You know what I mean? What so, do you think about this? My mum yeah. made a dinner for a dinner party last weekend. Mm. And uh, the person, one of the guests was uh, gluten-free, like celiac. Sure. And um, she remarked to my sister that it was easier to cook gluten-free than it was vegetarian. And I would have thought that off the top of your head... It's easier to think about mm. what would have meat in it than off the top of your head, just as a you know, a, a non-celiac person, to understand what had gluten in it. Because I, would, I think meat yeah. is much easier. Like you know, if you have like a steak, that's in the title, isn't it? I would agree with you. I certainly think 
compare well vegan's probably harder because then you have to look through is any animal product in this but surely vegetarian is just well what are we going to do instead of the meat my it's poor one mom question. has been conditioned for so long mm. that a meal is a chunk of meat with a side <laughs> dish yeah she just can't understand she's just like she she it's just like she's like i don't i what am i meant to make and I'm like, well, we'll just have the salad, mum. What you had as a side dish. And she's like, no, mm. but that's, you know, that's just this, what's going to be in the middle. And I'm like, well, we'll just put the salad in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. I'm like, yeah, you can. Or also, I mean, well, here's some good meat alternatives. I've been starting to think because it doesn't have to be a bad, it doesn't have to be a bad compromise. Have a big, Who said salad is a bad compromise? No, no, no. Well, salad is a bad compromise because what you're doing is you've come to think of salad as... This, it's like going to see a film, right? No, it's like going to see a stage play, some sort of a musical, and you're seeing it and you're excited because a massive actor is in the lead role. And then as you get there, there's a little sticky note on the program that says, tonight, the understudy will be playing the lead role. And suddenly and it's like... you discover they're the next big thing. Well, <laughs> Occasionally, yes, Hugh Jackman happens to be the understudy. But normally what happens is you go, oh, well, I guess the supporting cast is pretty good too. So that's okay. The point is the side salad, it's called a side salad for a reason. The side salad exists as Dress a supporting a cast. Put some nuts in there. If you're going to get... Food. If you're going to axe the lead role, that's fine. If you want to axe the lead role, axe the lead role. But so you've got to find a new lead role. Alternatives. Have you had a, a brainwave recently? A fillet of halloumi. <laughs> no, that's another pet peeve of mine. Halloumi Why? shouldn't be a fillet. <laughs> you know Why they not? have these vegetarian burgers, and the halloumi is so thick. It's like <laughs> it's like a steak. <laughs> yeah. I'm like guys, you can't eat that much cheese. So it's if too I much. if I was making a vegetarian meal, tell me how about this, Zach? You'd have some roast veggies on the side, chopped up finely. So some sweet potato, some <laughs> carrot, some some yeah. you know potato, some onion, maybe some garlic. That's on your side. You'd have like a nice garlic mushroom, like one big garlic mushroom to enjoy, and you'd have a few slices of halloumi. And the mushroom and halloumi would play the role of your substitute lead actors. No. You know, it's well. I what? mean, that's, uh, sure. I, I I wouldn't really appreciate that that much. What would you prefer to have alongside your roast veggies? Why does it have to be alongside roast veggies? Well, because that that's the meal I've pitched. Give me that's your supporting cast. Give me a lead actor who's playing the lead role. Well, see, the problem with that is like you're replicating a very like it's yeah. like kind of that's like English, isn't it? Yeah, and and that kind of traditionally is that's where we get like a meat and three veg, isn't it? I think it might be. Also, this is what I cooked last night, a steak with roast veggies. So, and it was, it's all I can think about at the moment. So that's probably why I keep defaulting back to it. Oh, well, you but, spoke a few months ago. It was about mm. a month ago now, how you're going to have a roast salad, a roast vegetable salad the next week. Did that yeah. ever eventuate? It's getting there. <laughs> what stage of planning is it in? <laughs> it's like that you've got a sign in your kitchen, like you see on the front of like developments, saying like, <laughs> Dom Fay cook. Dom proposes that he's going to do a roast <laughs> roast veggie salad due for completion at the end of 2020. If anyone well, has any concerns, please contact him. <laughs> the, I'll let you in on an insight. It is still a tab I have open on my browser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the recipe to make that. So I do still intend on making it, but I haven't got around to making it just yet. Um, See, that's my other pet peeve. Um, I don't hate an occasional large mm. mushroom. Yeah. But 
that's the other one that people just try to substitute in. Like, it's too big. It's too <laughs> like you, it's like some of those mushrooms. I'm like the, the the amount of steak people eat. You know, you have like a big plate full. Yeah, they just replace that with a huge mushroom. <laughs> it's like it's not that, that's no, that doesn't work. Yeah, right. Well, see, I guess it is the it's the formula. People have come to know a formula. And they, they only know how to work in those confines. I was thinking last night when I made my steak and roast veggies, I was thinking, I really love these roast veggies. I wonder what I could replace the steak with. If I wanted to make this vegetarian, what could I replace the steak with? And I thought at the time, a few really nice thinly sliced bits of halloumi grilled next to this and maybe a couple of mushrooms. And that yeah, feels like that a meal works. to me. I mean, you can do that if you want. You are asking me what I would like. Yeah. If you want to do that, that's great. Go for sure. it. What would you do? Um, with roast veggies, yeah, I would have a roast veggie salad, and so oh, I'd stop. add pine Can, nuts and stop spinach leaves. Salad into the mix, and maybe feta. Oh gosh, and then well, maybe like a, a balsamic vinegar. You've ruined my dinner. So, <laughs> thanks. I'm not coming back. That, that's, that's really nice because like feta kind of gets uh, a bit crumbly, and then that combination with like um, uh, pumpkin, roast pumpkin, which I is do like, like that. creamy. Yeah, they, they, and then the nuts are like crunchy. But I hate balsamic vinegar. You could put vinegar. walnuts in as well. I Yeah. Not a fan of balsamic vinegar. Apart from that, I guess I could have it. But it feels... What you've just created feels like a side dish. Well, That's you need, the problem. See, the difficulty you're going to find is like I've been an advocate that mm. dressings and sauces are the real source of flavor. But you hate both of those things. Yeah, I do. I do. The flavor So when exists. you have a steak... So you cooked a steak yeah. last night. What mm. do you have it with? Roast veggies. No, but do you put anything on the steak? Oh, like a little bit of salt and pepper, a bit of seasoning. And do you cook it in oil or butter? Oil. Like olive oil? Yeah. Yeah, right. that's and it. And then so you put salt and pepper on afterwards or before? Before. And there, there's, your, there's your meal. That's and enough flavor. You don't, nothing else. So no, I, yeah, no. no mushroom sauce, no gravy, no, no. red wine, jus. <laughs> no. And I will say, if, if I go to a steak restaurant, you know, and they have a gluten-free sauce. Like, I'll, I don't mind a mushroom sauce there. I don't mind a red wine jus there. I'm very happy to have them. There's a place in Hobart you can get a plum sauce. That was amazing yeah, with a steak I'm once. I'm sick of hearing about that. <laughs> Although I went back again last year when I was in Tasmania and they said the plum sauce isn't gluten-free. So that was a really heartbreaking day for me. But mm. because I'd spoken about I'd thought about it for 10 years since I went as a kid. But the point is, I'm, I was very happy just having that as it was. The roast veggies were amazing. I put some. T- I, I, I bought like a tray of roast veggies from Woolworths. Yeah, <laughs> um, good start. And I, I put I mean, not some... not super hard to do by yourself, but, yeah. it's, it, you know, stepping stones. I put some oil over them. Oh. Oh, Zach's camera's just gone, and I'm worried we've lost him. Just dropped out. I'm worried we're done. <laughs> I think this might be the end of the podcast, and uh, I'm not sure entirely how Zach's going to edit this together. So, instead, I'll just sign off from my end and say thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, that is it today. We we end on a cliffhanger. We end on an unresolved conversation about veggies. We might pick it up next Monday. We might not. Who knows? But until then, see ya. One, two. Can you hear me? I oh, can hear you. Oh, hang on. Something's there. Can you hear me? No. I can hear I'm you. I'll unmute you. Do you just want to end it there? And... I mean, we did talk about how the podcast could end there.
And what do you reckon? Can you hear me yet? I can't hear you. <laughs> so you're going to have to sign language to me or message things. Okay. You should be able to hear me now. Oh, I got you. Okay. Have you started, um, have you stopped your recording? Yes. I did an outro. <laughs> Hang on. How long did we get there? 23 minutes. Just give me a second. Okay, start again, start again. Let's wrap this up. One, two, three, four. We're back. Uh, disregard Dom's closing statement. <laughs> what has happened is I've fallen off the ship and yes. Dom started to give me a eulogy. Well, no. And I'm thrashing around in the water saying, throw us a lifeboat. Throw us a lifeboat. <laughs> And Dom's going, well, Zach grew up in Brisbane in the 90s. <laughs> I'm like, I'm still alive. Well, there was nothing. I didn't think there was anything we could do about the, the battery issue. The problem we run into now is because you've left and rejoined this Zoom meeting. Now Zoom thinks we've had more than two people in a meeting. And so it's timing us out. We've got six minutes left on our Zoom meeting. I've just felt like a boomer for the last 10 minutes trying to figure out <laughs> how to use Zoom on my laptop. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I have disabled basically the whole computer. <laughs> the uh, camera yeah. was disabled. The microphone was disabled. Mm. Yeah. I remember you went through... That was the phase you went through a few years ago with the taping over the camera and all that sort of gear. Not well, so I, never thought, I never thought I'd ever need to use the camera. And that was a pre-2020 <laughs> world, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Definitely. Well, uh, look, uh, do we need to wrap up vegetable chat? I think Rose vegetable uh, vegetable yeah. chat was... It was pretty good. I think we got to a good point there. Um, and before the podcast does end, I do want to give you a Christmas in the shops update, Zach, because I know I've been speaking about... Um, how Christmas decorations haven't appeared in the shops yet. I was a bit upset yeah. about it last week. I love how you're trying to make this transition because I mm. feel like that what we are mm. is like we're the guys who were playing music on the Titanic yeah. as it went down. We we are the guys who knew we're doing a podcast on the deck of the Titanic. Yeah. We knew that it was had it hit an iceberg. We knew there was going to be a time <laughs> when we were going down into the water. Yeah. But now <laughs> it's sunk. Mm. We're, we're treading water and Dom's going so... I want to continue playing. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and we're like, uh, okay, I, well, I guess, fine. I guess we can try no. to keep our heads above water. I can try to get my violin out. <laughs> Do you want me to save it for next week? I can save the Christmas no, in the shops update. Let's wrap up. The Zoom call has four minutes left. Tell us yeah. about Christmas in the shops. Okay, so uh, I- last week you were so upset because. You didn't think it would happen. Well, no one was there yet. Well, the good news is the cavalry has arrived, or at least is starting to arrive. I want to um, firstly mention in the Hall of Shame, Kmart and Maya, who are yet to put anything up in the Christmas department. In fact, I spoke to Maya. They, I spoke to someone working there. He said a week or two away at most. There's been some shipping delays. Did you go up and approach someone or did you call them? No, I went up when I was in there and said, do you know when the Christmas stuff's coming? But so Maya's fine. They're having some shipping problems. They're looking at, at the start of October. So I can work with that. However, uh, unfortunately, Kmart, the person I asked there said, I think maybe October or November. And when she said November, I could have spat out the coffee I was drinking. If your Christmas you, stuff's going up in did November. You, did no you way. buy another coffee from that strip mall place, did you? <laughs> the, the better place. I went to the place okay. that does a good one. Um, but I, w- I just want to... Praise Big W, David Jones, and Target because all of those three are off the mark. If you go there, most stores around the country, I believe now, you will see Christmas stuff up. 
you will see, you know, that they're, they're off and running. David Jones is doing a good display this year, uh, I've seen. And, yeah, look, I was really, I was very encouraged to see that those three are carrying the slack for the others. Now, I know that Kmart is popular. Mm. I know that lots of people love it, but they're going to be devastated to hear. I mean, really, everyone's been affected by 2020, the coronavirus. Yep. But you're just really hitting them where it hurts. For them <laughs> yeah. to wake up this morning... Yeah. And to learn that they're on Dom Face Hall of Shame list <laughs> for Christmas decorations. <laughs> yep. They're like, come on, man. Well, no, look, I'll give them... Here's the leniency you've got, guys, if you're listening, the CEO of Kmart. Was someone's last name Kmart? Probably not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, often stores come uh, from a last name. Mm, that's right. Yeah, there was uh, Mr. Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, shut up. There was uh, Mrs. Big W. <laughs> I just, you know, McDonald's and Coles and all that. I imagine Woolworths was a family name. Anyway, that's, I was just curious. My point is you still got, I'll give you, I will give you until the end of September. So next Wednesday, September 30, oh, that's my birthday actually. So, um, you know, that, that would be a good day for you to put it up, September 30. You've got a week basically from, you know, from now, just under a week to get those Christmas decorations up. I don't need to see a full display up. But if I walk in there next Wednesday, September 30, and I don't see even the hint, I'll, I'll take that you've cleared the section ready for the Christmas stuff to come. That's okay with me. But if I don't even see that you've started to prepare for the Christmas stuff to arrive, then you're blacklisted for the rest of 2020. And I've just uh, taken down word for word what you said, and mm. I will be putting it on their Facebook page as a threat. <laughs> Consider yourself warned. It does read a lot like a complaint on the Facebook page. <laughs> it does a bit, doesn't it? It does. All right. I'm told we've got less than a minute left. Zoom does this thing when you're down to less than a minute where it's very vague about how long you actually have. So it well, could we be don't get. We don't want to get... We're now in the lifeboat. We don't want the lifeboat to sink. <laughs> yeah, so let's wrap so, it. So sorry for the shorter one today, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you in a couple of days. Stay safe. Bye.